Hello and welcome to Cult Class Society, the podcast where I, Tim Martini, and my pal Bobby Davis Hello Go through the movies, the TV shows, the games, the comics, all of the media We want to talk about it and you want to listen to it But first, Bobby, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing good, Timothy The heat wave is finally over And this is going to show how much in advance we're recording now <laughs> But I am happy to not be boiling hot we just got to get some in the barrel, you know There's some big stuff coming up, so you know. And also uh, to, to pull back the kernel a little bit, I enjoyed directing you on your intro. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I lacked energy, so yeah, bring it up, Tim. <laughs> so the swig of monster. So <laughs> we're gonna keep it going, keep it going. Um, because today we're gonna be talking about Death Note. Uh, first started off as a weekly manga that ran from two thousand three to two thousand six. Then three months. I thought it was earlier than that. I didn't look at any dates or anything of this. I did. You know, the perspective of the podcast. I just watched what you told me to watch. I didn't do any research. And, yeah, I, I genuinely thought this was going to be late 90s. No, no, no. Early 2000s. But then the show, three months after the manga ended... Jesus. ...immediately started going into production. Nice. And it ran from 2006 to 2007. Yeah, there's only one series, right? Only one series, 34 episodes. And in those 34, we're going to cover the first four. So, as you just alluded to, you knew nothing about this i knew it was an anime that was <laughs> i didn't know there was a manga uh i have seen on netflix now that there is obviously like live action ones yeah don't watch the Netflix <laughs> live action movie um it's pretty bad <laughs> um but yeah let's just get straight into this with episode one rebirth did you love that 90 second intro <laughs> i've literally written the song is quite long but pretty fucking banging Honestly, it's so good. The first three, what the first three episodes, I listened to it, and then the fourth one, I was like, "All oh, right, I'm skipping this because <laughs> it's ninety seconds long." I know, and it's like that for every episode. And then for the first half of the season, and the second half of the season, it completely changed with some more heavier song. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's so good. So my experience with anime isn't deeply running, but if I remember rightly, there's like a hundred and forty episodes of the first series of Pokemon, and they do. There are episodes that have got slightly more story where they reduce, you know, like the Simpsons do. Yeah, yeah. They reduce the intro a little to accommodate for those extra minutes of story. And sometimes you need that. <laughs> yeah, no, not with this. No. So, but what I love is the thing in the intro is, um, to not get ahead of us, but the intro spoils what L looks like. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I obviously, but I didn't clock that until. You don't know who it is until you see him reveal himself later anyway. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that's that guy from the intro. Yeah, but I just love like the balls of that. I think yeah. they knew like most of the people who watched the anime probably already read the manga at that point. I'm going to put it out there. He looks so much like Light that I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a, a weird drawing of Light. <laughs> and, it, and it just reveals so many characters that we're not even going to be talking about in this. Yeah. But we get introduced to the Shinigami homeworld, which just looks like trash. And the Joker's there, flying around. <laughs> that is Ryuk. The Joker? Yes. <laughs> Heavily inspired by him. And... Is he... I don't know if you know this. He looks, design-wise, inspired by the Joker from the animated Batman series. Because the shape of his head and stuff is very similar to the angular jaw that the Joker has. When you say the anime, says you mean the um, like 91 Mark Hamill? Or... Yes, where, the, where Hamill does the Joker here. Yeah. I'm not sure, actually. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. He's got a very Jokerish face. But he's bored... Very bored, as he states. Cause... I thought this was like post-battle until I see that they're just gambling. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there is not post-battle. No. This is just a shit hole. Yes. And we see a board Ryuk, and then we also get introduced to a board Light Yagami, who is just overhearing all these different news reports talking about crimes occurring across the world. <laughs> Just before that, he's in his classroom, though, and there's a kid playing DS and other kids talking, and this becomes, like, a recurring thing. Oh, this 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 classroom is a shithole. Like, why are these kids allowed to just do what they want? The teacher is speaking, and no, no fucker is listening. you got to get an exposition out, you know? I'll talk about the exposition in this in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, hearing all these news reports, crowd noise, like, I want to change it, and then that's when he sees a book dropped into the world yeah the black notebook yes which I mean thought, how did no one notice that <laughs> he's the only person who noticed it I think I, I, I thought back to when I was at school 
And if I saw someone's notebook on the floor, especially if it landed in like the mud or it does land on the grass, yeah. I'd just leave it. Yeah, but he saw it actually like flying down. Yeah, if he's the only one though. That's what I'm saying. How did no one else know? It was during class. Everyone else is also in class. Yeah, and they're not paying attention to the lessons. Yeah, but they're playing their <laughs> DS. Fair enough. <laughs> Think they're playing Pokemon? I bet they are. <laughs> There's some Pokemon inspiration in this, I'm sure. So he goes to the Death Note and the first thing he thinks is, this is an extreme practical joke. It feels like something an edgy teen, you know, an edgelord would have as their notebook and that was the front page that they'd handwritten themselves. Yeah, with very specific rules in, in the notebook. Yeah, the timings I was intrigued as to why they were so specific. And in these four episodes, I don't find out if there's a reason for the specific... 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 The, the specificness of the timing. <laughs> Specificities is what I was trying to say. You got it. <laughs> no, there never is. It's just, it's just, I guess, for like plot convenience, as we'll get into with later episodes. But he, even though he thinks it's a joke, he is still tempted to take the book. He wonders the morality quite a lot of using the book if it were to work. Which is a fair point, I would argue. You know, would you be a killer? Is it wrong that his obvious thing is to go straight for criminals and my obvious thing would be to go who do I hate the most because <laughs> there's a couple of people I really fucking hate <laughs> that's it right like if you get that but I don't think your first mindset would be oh you know criminals of the world it would be that person I hate I would go to criminals and terrorists and people like that after I'd knocked off a few people I really <laughs> fucking hate <laughs> just so then there's like no way to connect you to it you know yeah there's no pattern there if you were to think about it i'd do like the person i really hate the most in the world then a criminal then maybe another criminal then like seven months later another person i really hate <laughs> when he's in his room he is turning on a news station where he sees that a criminal names and i'm gonna put the fuck out of this koro otahada is taking people hostage in a daycare including children and teachers yes so, like, like, you know, let's see if it works. Writes his, na- his name in, waits 45 seconds as per the For- instructions. 40 seconds. 40 seconds as per the instructions of the book. And nothing happens yet. I've got a, a beef with this, the way he does this. Because he's meant to be, like, the smartest kid in Japan. He's number one in his school yes. and in the top percentage in Japan. Why does he think, if he waits bang on 40 seconds, the TV will report it at 40 seconds? There's got to be some (laughs) delay for the news to travel outwards. Honestly, right. Someone so smart, he's a little dumb. But the hostages start running out. And the police raid it, and they find Otahada dead. And Light goes, well, it must be a coincidence, right? (laughs) Even though the exact thing that was supposed to happen, happened. Yeah. So he wants to test it on another criminal. But firstly, he has his grammar school, where he merely thinks, I should kill the bully. The school bully's got to go. To be honest, if I was his age, there was a few people at school, you've got to go. you yeah. got to go. Oh, honestly. The page would have been full within the first day. Yagami wanders around. I, I've written him down as Yagami and Light, because they call him Light in the show. Yeah. His parents specifically call him Light quite a few times. So I'll just go with light. Uh, he wanders around looking at people doing general shitty things. Yeah. Uh, like littering or whatever else. Like that petty stuff. But it is shitty. Yeah. And he wonders if the world would be better without them. And it probably would, to be <laughs> fair. But extreme for some of the petty things that are yeah. happening. <laughs> Someone's jaywalking. Die. Oh, jaywalking's a dumb one. Adults should be allowed to cross the road any way they want. Like in the UK. Exactly. But he has enough opportunity to test because a bike gang begins to assault a woman. Sexually assault. Yes. So he writes in the leader's name, and but he writes in a little requirement to the person's death. Accidental death. Is that what he writes? Yes. So I noted that they had written something quite clever in the story, which is when they're assaulting a... They say the gang leader's name out loud. Yeah. They say, oh, he, I can't remember his name, always finds the hot ones. Yeah. And that's how he then knows the names. He needs to yeah. know their name. And their face. And see, be able to picture their face to write it in the death note for it to work. So he pictures this bike gang leader 
writes the name that he heard them call him. Yeah. And what happens? Well, the woman escapes, he begins to chase after on his bike, and he gets hit by a truck. He gets fucking smashed. Yeah. And so that's when he goes, yep, yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> so Ryuk is excited because he can sense that his death note's being used. So he decides to go to the human world. And this we see he has massive wings. Yeah, so he says here that he dropped his death note into the human world. He says it to the other demon yeah. type. What are they called? Shinigami. He says it to the other Shinigamis. And they're all like, you're always losing your death notes. This is the second one you've had. <laughs> this guy's either bored and manipulative or clumsy as hell. I think a bit of column A, a bit of column B. <laughs> I've written here, that motherfucker can fly. Yeah. <laughs> and we can already see that L, um, L. Light has written a bunch of names. So he's already gone mad with power. It's a little sinister how he kind of twists that quickly. It's It reminded me a little, what is it with you and media with creepy books in it? <laughs> I just find it interesting. What can I say? <laughs> so Rick introduces himself, obviously scares Light because he's just standing in the darkness. Yeah, like a seven foot hulking version of the Joker. Like, ah! <laughs> But somehow Light's been like very like calm. He's like, ah, I guess you're here to take my soul. Well, obviously the Shinigami is a part of like Japanese culture. Yeah. So he Light may know what the origin of this death book is. I you can make a guess anyway. Maybe there's yeah. a story that's similar to what the the Death Note is. So being so smart, he's figured that at some point someone's going to come for it. Yeah, exactly. So that's why he wrote all those names. Like, well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. But, he's killed a bunch of people. Yeah. As he says, he's killed all the major criminals. And now he's just picking up all, picking up the trash of all the other ones. But, like, so Rick basically tells him, you get to keep it and have fun with it. But obviously, when it time comes to it, I will write your name in my death note. And he says, any human that uses the death note can either go to heaven or hell. Yeah. So, like, bro stuck in purgatory. Yeah. It's actually a fun thing because so once the series ended, the creators made two animated feature films, which mm-hmm. basically like did both uh, both parts of the seasons as two separate films. There's a nice thing we actually see what, what does happen to Light at the end of it all. Oh really? Yeah. Light's uh, mum comes in and she ca- cannot see the Shinigami. Yeah. And Light is just like, "What's going on?" Like looking between his mum and the Shinigami, like she yeah. can't see you. <laughs> and that's where Ryuk tells them that only people who use this particular death note can see that particular shit. They don't have to use it, do they? They just have to touch it. Well, that's how he says it at that point. Yeah. There's a later point where he feels that extra detail. This is also very fine that Ryuk is addicted to apples. Yeah, he just ignores Light and eats a bunch of apples. In fact, Light keeps talking to him and the demon goes, what? What were you saying? So <laughs> He's quite funny. Oh, yeah. Like, in a really dark way. And this is also when Ryuk tells Light that Light wasn't chosen to use the death note. He just dropped it because he was bored. And he wrote the instructions in English, as English is the most common language in the world, which I don't think is true. I think it's Mandarin Chinese. It is, but most... But globally, like more spread out yeah. around the world, yes. Yeah, Maybe like, it's used in more countries. It is. It's like even like most like European countries, they're like taught English because they know English tourists are going to come over. I've never... Taught, like I've been around a lot of countries in Europe and I've never gone anywhere where the majority of people didn't speak at least semi-decent English. Yeah. We are shit at languages. No, they no, it's not, to shame. It, it's, no, do you know why they learn it? It's because they know that we're not going to bother to learn their language. That, that's not it. It's because of American TV. That's true. The most prevalent entertainment in the world comes from an English-speaking language. An English-speaking country, sorry. So they're going to... Even if you watch the subtitles, you're going to start taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. Well, us, we don't bother. No. (laughs) No, we're rubbish. I wish I did know another language. Kind of malign my teenage self for not (laughs) bothering to actually try in GCSE. (laughs) Ryuk says the reason he was bored is because all Shinigami do is sleep and gamble. They're almost like cats. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the gambling bit. And the reason they write people's name in their death notes is because... It gives us something to do. So they're kind of like the Grim Reaper, except humans will die eventually without it. Yes. But they are supposed to, almost like work, 
Because he says the other Shinigamis mock him for actually doing it. Yeah, exactly. They're mocked for doing their work. Yeah. Which is hilarious to think about it. So Light thinks he's the only one that can kill these criminals. That's why he wants to do this. Because no one else has his moral sense of right and wrong. Light has a flashback to after the first two kills. Where he actually does have a bit of an attack of conscience. Yeah. That doesn't last very long because... Literally like he two says, seconds. Yeah, but if I just kill all the wrong-ins... He doesn't say that, but yeah. that's the implication. We get a montage of like using the death note and the criminals just keeling over. Some in prison, yeah. some just out and about. Oh, it's, it's a it's a really good concept. Yeah, it's a, it's a really and it's a really good scene to like just show like it's not just a heart attack. Like they're like falling off buildings when they have to heart yeah. attack. It's like really overdramatic. I at this point wrote I cannot wait for him to start settling personal problems with him <laughs> he writes so much in the book that he exhausts himself yes and Ryuk makes a point where he says like once all the criminals are dead it just leaves you because you know you're killing everyone and as he says no I'm like Yagami I'm a model student and I'm going to become the god of this new world <laughs> This is also where he, before, just before he says he's going to be a god, he lists his methods. So he says all the major criminals are going to get heart attack. Yeah. And then he, I can't remember who he says specifically, but he lists other kinds of people who are wrong ones, essentially, and says he'll kill them in different ways. Yeah. But the criminals have to be heart attacked, so they think there's like a vengeful god. Yes. But all this just leaves Ryuk really excited. <laughs> yeah. The old Shinigami gets a little hard on for this whole concept. He's going to be entertained for the first time in a thousand years. Exactly, which is all which is all what he wanted. But that's the end of episode one, Rebirth. What did you think? Really good episode. I genuinely was hooked. I was like, okay, concept, <laughs> I get this. Great. Where can they go from here? He can't just sit in his room killing criminals. They've got to expand on the story. But the concept is solid. This is This is good. Let's see where it goes. Yes. So, episode two. Confrontation. Ninety second intro. We don't need to talk about that again. Oh, fucking so long. <laughs> so light just still keeps going to school. <laughs> like, acting like nothing's wrong. He's got to keep up that appearance. Yeah. My favorite thing is how the teacher's just sucking up to him. He has like light just read a passage from a book. So this is an English class. Yeah. And he obviously reads it flawlessly, which explains why he took on the rules so well. Yeah. From the Death Note. But like, this is like. Incredible light. I don't expect any less from you. And as this is happening, I love that the Shinigami is just walking around the class. Yeah. Obviously, none of them can see him. That's what makes it great. But my favorite is, like, as Light's walking home, Rick's trying to talk to him, he's like, I can't speak to you. I'd look crazy. <laughs> well thought out. He, yeah, yeah, you would look mental. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. So he goes home just to write more in his death note and just... It's boring, Ryuk, as he's like sticking to such a strict schedule. Yeah. And like says, he has to balance his schoolwork, sleeping, studying, and then filling out the death note. Yeah. This is where Light's sister comes in and asks for help with her homework. With her math homework. And that's when... Her what homework? Maths. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't put that S in that first time. <laughs> so this is when Ryuk does one Light about his sister touching the death note, basically saying, if she touches it, she'll see me. And like I was, you could have been a bit specific about that earlier. Stop dropping rules on me three weeks in. But we go to the ICPO, which is, I don't know what it's stood for, but I just called it Interpol. It is, it's meant to be Interpol, but they, or is it ICPO? They yeah. called it the International Criminal and Policing Organization or something like that. I said it's like the UN, but for police. Yeah. Which is basically what it was. Mm. This is when we get introduced to the Japanese chief of police. They think it's an elaborate murder plot. Yeah. And they're blaming the FBI and the CIA. Yeah. Well, they like they know it's homicide, but they don't know how to investigate heart attacks. Well, I mean, it is probably possible if you're that clever, that cunning, and have a big enough ring of people to make it work. Yeah. And have something undetectable, but. To get that kind of ring of people together is not going to go unnoticed. Especially worldwide. Police have got informants. Police have got... I do empathise with the idea that they're like, what the fuck is going on? And this is when they realise they have to bring in L. 
Yeah, they say investigating heart attacks is pointless. And they bring in L. He's on a laptop, right? And he yes. comes in with a guy who's dressed typically like a spy. Yeah, what's like an long The long raincoat. Yeah. The, the hat. And he like opens the laptop. And there's a really... This is my first bit with... All right, hit the nail on the head with that exposition. You don't need it. We could have just allowed this to play out. Yeah. And he literally says, right, I forgot this is your first conference. And then yeah. explains the concept of L to him. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's the best. He has a, like, 100% completion rate <laughs> with, all his, with all his crimes. He's got all the PlayStation trophies. Exactly. Goes all, for all the Platinums. So, Light wanted the first test if he could burn the book. Yep. He can't. <laughs> no, it does not burn. But... While we cut back to L already thinking that the killer is Japanese or is at least in Japan and is going to confront the killer. But this is where we find out that Light has also created an elaborate trap to hide his death note. A secret compartment. Yes. In which, if you open the drawer, you just see a diary, but underneath that, there's a wooden plank. It's like a false bottom. Yeah, with a false bottom that actually has the death note. But it's very clever. If you realise it's false and try to open it from the top... It sets off a booby trap which ignites the death note. But the way to do it, you have to put a little ballpoint pen with ink in it. Just shove it in a little hole underneath the bottom. It will stop the electric current. Yeah, so the way he's done it is there's two metal prongs. And if if the thing gets pulled out of the way, they touch each other, start the current, start the fire. Whereas if you push the ballpoint pen through, it keeps them separate. Yeah. And Rick's just impressed by that, which, you know, I would be. Yeah. Very intricate little booby trap. He's paid attention in science class. It's like he's the number one student in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And we're now hearing about the public perception. Light is being called Kira, which means killer. Killer is like, yeah, uh, a bastardization of the English word killer. Yeah. So this is where. So Light is now just feeling validated by. All the anonymous people online basically saying that in public they can't say this stuff. Yeah. But when they're online and anonymous, they can say how they truly feel. Welcome to the internet. (laughs) That is the entirety of the internet. Well put together. Well done. Good explanation. And that was 17 years ago. This is when we get a worldwide broadcast from Lynn L. Taylor. Before that, L says something that's really dumb. L says... This is the most atrocious act of murder in human history. No, it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. There have been innocent people marched to their deaths on multiple occasions in their thousands. <laughs> it really isn't. These people. One, he's probably not got to you know the sixty thousands mark or six hundred thousand mark. Yeah. Two, they're not innocent people. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's still wrong. Yeah. But it, it is not the most atrocious act of murder in human history, which is the exact wording he uses. I know, it's incredible. So yeah, this is when we get the worldwide broadcast from Lind L. Taylor. And before this gets on, L's theme, there's a little piano theme that plays underneath that. It's like, it will play throughout the entirety of the series. I hadn't, I hadn't picked up that it was an individual. Yeah, that's. it plays out for the entirety of the scene whenever L does something clever. Oh, okay. It's like his little Sherlock Holmes yeah, exactly. few notes. Yeah, so he's basically saying, Kira, I'm going to hunt you down and stop you because you're evil. You're not delivering justice. I have written here, there is no way they're revealing who L is this quickly. This is a decoy. <laughs> well, Light gets offended to be called evil. So he writes Lind L. Taylor's name in the death note. Obviously, he dies. Light thinks he's won. But, shocker, it wasn't him. It was actually L. Yeah. Like, so he reveals that Lind L. Taylor was actually a criminal whose arrest was hidden from the public. He goads Kira into killing him. Yeah. But he can't. So this is when he realizes that he needs a he needs a, yeah he needs a name and a face. Yes. Rio is just finding this hilarious. Yeah. So L then points out that this because of his suspicions that it is in Japan because of where the first few killings happened on very localised news. Yeah, not even just Japan, in the Kanto region specifically. In the Kanto region, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. And where is Pokemon Red and Blue? (laughs) Kanto! (laughs) Based on the real Kanto region of Japan, 
And I can only assume they picked this because Pokemon is the most popular franchise in the world. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, as you said, L also pointed out that Kura Otahada was a test, which, you know, he wasn't wrong. Yeah. So, he's basically saying, Kira, I will come for you and I will arrest you. Light rises to the challenge. And this is when it ends with a split-screen monologue of them both calling themselves justice. So, the, yeah, and the game now is they've got to just find out who each other are. Yeah. Because whoever finds out who the other one is first wins. Yeah. Because if Light finds out who L is, kills him in 40 yeah. seconds. If L finds out who Light is, he gets arrested. Yeah. It's, yeah, who it's, who wins? It's, it's very clever. So that was episode two. What do you think of that one? I now seeing where the concept was set up to go... I like this. I like that he's got a nemesis, and that nemesis is, in a way, doing the right thing. Yeah. But you can also see Light's view, apart from the god complex. Yeah. But wiping out, you know, the world's major criminals who are drug running and people smuggling and probably sex trafficking and yeah, killing those people is. You would understand why some people would see that as justice. Yeah. Just before we go on episode three, I would like to mention that I did recently see the Death Note musical. You did, I saw yeah, your Instagram as, post. Yeah, UK premiere, and it was incredible. How true was it? Is it like an abridged version of the whole first series? Um, yeah, so it it's heavily abridged, so it doesn't... Basically, it skips over the entirety of the second half of the, se- of the season. Oh, okay. It does a finale, it does a finale really well, actually. I can only imagine that they thought a lot about how they were going to present the killings. Yeah. I imagine... Because theatre production can be amazing. I saw the, was it the the tale of the dog in the night time? Oh yes, that was fantastic. So the lead character is autistic, and to show his kind of sensory overloads, they give you a sensory overload. The stage Jesus. goes mad, the lights go mad, the sound goes mad, and I imagine with stuff like that, with the killings and the almost you could montage killings in twenty seconds and have like six people die on the stage with quick light flashes and quick. Yeah, it'd be good if they did that. <laughs> did they not? They didn't. Uh, like uh, Ot- Otahara's death. That's literally just recounting. It's just literally recounting the news uh, um, report as it's happening. Okay. Like, you see some heart attacks happen, but it's never like big, over the top things. Fair enough. But you know the songs were great. They have a really good opening song called "Where Is the Justice," which is when lights like, <laughs> just go in like, "Come on, black and white killings," you know. Like that, there's like lots of grey in the middle, and all the songs are very catchy. Yeah, yeah. The guy who played Ryuk did an interesting job. Really, I felt his voice was a bit too high for. It feels like it should be gruff. Yeah, it was gruff. But it was like a high gruff. Oh, okay, he's but... not like that in the in the anime. I'm not saying you yeah. have to be 100 percent, you know, 100 percent fidelity to the yeah. anime, but. But also, yeah, he does sing as well. So I think it's they were trying to like go like, oh well, keep it in pitch with where he yeah, sings. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So now we're on to episode three, Dealings. So we just open up with the police office where they're just investigating all of the Kira accusations of people going, I am Kira, I am Kira. Every time there's a serial killer, this happens. And it's happened back since like the 1700s. Yeah, because I um, read a book about the Zodiac Killer. Yes. Um, and yeah, this was a big thing that kept happening. And obviously the one problem is you have to investigate all of them. Yeah. Because one might be real. Exactly. Yorkshire Ripper, it happened. Yeah. Like, tons of these murders has happened. So L has discovered. Well, L asked for the timeline of when all the criminals were killed, and basically figured out Kira's a high school student. <laughs> he says a student. Yeah. He doesn't specify high school. That's just me. So right it could, that, could be university. You know, they they keep similar timetables. That's true. And I love how he says like. Kira seems to have a childish sense of right and wrong. I was like, ooh! Oh, black and white, yeah. But there has been a dramatic decrease in violent crimes. There would be, because if yeah. all, the, all the violent criminals are killing over a heart attack, you'd be like, I ain't doing all of my criminal stuff today. Exactly. That was pointed out by Matsuda, who is one of the investigators on the task force to bring down Kira. And he said to the chief, he feels guilty for pointing that out. Yeah. And the chief tells him, no, it's an actual fact. It's okay yeah. to point out. The issue would have been if you said you agreed with it. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that would be an issue, I suppose. Although, from a police perspective, someone else doing your job. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they see it as black and white. Yeah. It's like, you have to do it, you know. 
I've written here. I lost my, hang on, my notes have just jumped. I said here though, if Light just varied up his killing methods and made it random, way it would feel way less like a yeah. Although he wants that, I know. I know he wants the people to think there's like an omnipotent killer out yeah. there who's a righteous god. Nah, if he was, I mean, he's a high school student, so he's got that kind of god complex going on. Yeah. Whatever. I feel like if this was a forty-year-old man, it would be like, or a forty-year-old woman, or just a person, it would be. Let's just kill them randomly. Let's get rid of the robots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we cut to Light still helping his sister with maths. Yes. She's really struggling with it, isn't she? Yeah, she's rubbish at maths. And this is when Light's dad comes home, who we find out it's the chief of police. Yeah, that was a twist. Isn't this where we've all just seen L for the first time as well? Well, we've seen like... Cuts to his little computer room. Yeah, we've seen like more of him. Yeah. But you see, it's like his silhouette and stuff in the yeah. end of episode two. But you still don't flat see his face yet. Yeah, and he does look a lot like Light. They've got the same haircut. Actually, no, his hair, well, you'll see when he gets revealed later, his hair is massive. Oh, okay. In, yeah. From the, the close-ups and stuff, he looks yeah. a lot like Light. So this is when Rick finds out why Light's so confident. It's because Light's out of the police, so he can like see all the investigation around him. So, yeah, and that's what he, exactly what he does next. It's like, my dad brings his work PC home and connects it to our network, so I can hack it. <laughs> and this is when he finds out that they're suspecting a student. So this is when he's like, okay, I will time all the criminal science of why I'm at school. So he kills one every hour. So, if you write someone's name and write nothing else, they die in 40 seconds of a heart attack. Yeah. You can put a specific cause of death and even a scenario yes. in the notes, and it will happen. As long as you write in 6 minutes 40, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, 6.40. And so, you can write like their time of death and everything. But so, as long as you obviously get that done by 6 minutes 40... Which could easily, obviously, that's easy to do. You could do it in two minutes. Yeah, exactly. So he kills one every hour for two days. Dying in prison. Yes. While lights, and it's the montage showing. Light is at school, and they're just collapsing in prison. Yeah. But Elsie's like, this is Kira sending a message that he can kill whenever he wants. But also, like, realises, doesn't say it out loud to them, though, to the rest of the police, that as soon as they say he's a student, the timeline changes. So he figures out, L figures out straight away that the killer has information, like police information. How yeah. did he, why would he change up his pattern the very day after yeah, exactly. L had pointed out that he's clearly on a student's schedule? But this was Light's plan because he wants the, he wants L and the police force to not trust each other. Yes. Which is very clever. It yeah. is. It's, again, he is a clever boy, even though he has some teenage stupidity. Yes. So some of the task force decide they're going to resign from the investigation, which yeah. I don't blame them. <laughs> As they think they're obviously going to get killed. And they probably would. So. Eventually, you'll get there. You see the Shinigami walking around Light's classroom again. It's so... It pops me every time. <laughs> it's just these kids all studying at the desk and there's seven foot monster just walking around. And they there. have no idea. They're not paying any attention to him. But this is when Ryuk starts to notice that Light's being followed. Because there's someone just outside the school just watching on the corner of the street. Very noir shot where he's kind of half in the light. Yeah. Try, like looking up at their apartment. I always think of Smithers and the Simpsons with a <laughs> cigarette. Who's that? And he just turns on the light. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> like, well, you can give me a ride home now. Because L has bought in the FBI. So it turns out he's, yeah, he's an FBI agent. Yeah, and well, Rick decides to tell Light that he's being followed simply because it creeps him out. Yeah, because he feels like he's being watched as well, yeah. even though he knows he can't be seen. Yeah, because he's always behind Light. Those eyes are boring through him first. <laughs> exactly. So Light gets him, and he starts to like plot. How am I going to get rid of this stalker? I don't know who he is. What, what he things. says actually is that he isn't on Light's side. He isn't playing no one's side. He just wants to be entertained. Yeah. And another reason to get rid of this guy tailing him is to let the game go on longer. Exactly. But, so Ryuk decides to give like some more information about Shinigamis. How Shinigamis use a death note to take human lifespans for themselves. Yes. But that does not work for humans. So, to explain, to elaborate on that further, sorry. If you are, if you have 30 years left guaranteed. Yeah, those 30 years will go to... The sh- yeah, if they kill you, you then, they you, they get those 30 years. Yes. Obviously, that doesn't work with humans. And another thing about Shinigamis with their eyes, 
they can tell any person's name and lifespan. And their actual date and time they're going to die. Yeah, so that well allows them to decide if you want to kill that person or not. Exactly. Is it worth killing this person for their lifespan? But then he tells like something a bit more interesting. Something that might appeal to him. Shinigamis can trade their eyes for half the human's remaining lifespan. Which is a an interesting touch. It's a very interesting proposition. and So Light considers this and he gets left on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And this got me thinking. It's it's a very it's a would you rather, right? Yeah. And again, you got to think if an older person found this and they were like, "I'm killing everyone. I don't really want a god complex, whatever." To make sure they got this right, would they take that? If yeah. you only had ten years left, would you be like, oh, "Okay." Whereas he's obviously eighteen or so. Yeah. So he's yeah, got sixty. Yeah. Seventy years left. So yeah, he'd have like thirty at that point. Yeah. No, it's it's very interesting. It's like a very like cool detail that they add in. Yeah, again, the Shinigamis love a gamble, and that is a gamble. It's a it's a wager, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And this leads directly into episode four, Pursuit. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so the Shinigamis are wondering what happened to Ryuk. <laughs> They just—it's like they just realised he's gone missing. He's been gone for months at this point. Yeah, I think how long, it must be. Well, the first, the second episode is two weeks after the first. They yeah. say that, so this is probably another. It's probably been gone a month. Yeah, and they just realised. Which, I, which I suppose when you've got day. thousands of years lifespan, a month is probably feels like two days. Exactly. But again, Rick is still offering the deal, but like, I say wisely, doesn't take the deal. He says he wants to reign as a god in his new roles for a very long time. Yes. And what I find funny is that Ryuk is like very shocked at how Light acts towards him. He's like, I'm a god of death and he's talking down to me. He's not scared of him. Yeah. No. I suppose, why would you be? He doesn't have a death note. You've got his death note. He can't kill you. Yeah. Light jokingly says he would have taken the deal if he was offered wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Ryuk even says that Light is a worthy Shinigami. Well, the way he's thinking and almost calculating nature of what he does. Yeah. Yeah, I see where he's coming from. Like, God, Light would already be living for thousands of years if he was a Shinigami at this point. Yeah, yeah, he really would be. Ryuk says that Shinigamis don't even know why they exist. Yeah. Because humans die on their own anyway, so it's not like they're needed. But Light then says the demon realm is important to the human realm. He doesn't really elaborate why, even though they only come down like every thousand years, which made me guess. So a thousand years ago, one came. The thousand years before that, was that Shinigami Jesus? Is that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Just a guess. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, they can help each other because now Ryuk can take all the stuff he's learnt to the demon realm. It's like, he will do nothing. It's Ryuk. <laughs> what do you think he's going to do? I think all he'll do is just take apples with him. So Light comes up with an idea about how he's going to kill his tail. He doesn't elaborate to us because obviously We're they wanted to it. play out on yeah. screen. But he looks vengeful already. He's like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker, basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he has he hatches a plan with six more inmates and they have erratic... And three of them show erratic behaviour before they died. Yeah, so we get Light's dad kind of getting the report about them and how three of them were su- there were six more all, all at once but three of them were super erratic yeah one basically scrambled like a pentagram on the prison wall with his own blood yep second one just escapes into the bath into the prison showers yep and the third one wrote a letter yes that was nonsense apparently yes but the three others, he basically made them want to do impossible things. Yeah. That one was write down El's name and face, which he couldn't do because he's never met El before in his one life. One was go to the Eiffel Tower. Within, within an hour. Yeah. Which was impossible. And the third one, I actually don't remember. No, <laughs> it, was, it was something else <laughs> impossible that he couldn't yeah. do. So he says that's vital information. But Ella has already figured out that Kira can control his victim's actions. Which is interesting, like how he's already sussed that out. And as a test, he says, do not release the information. Because he's got a, he's, he's theorised a test for the killer. Yeah, he thinks this, 
like now Kira would want to find out this information. Yeah. But Light found the information anyways from his dad's account. <laughs> yeah, obviously. He's got a shortcut now. Yes. So, Why does L just have a computer on the floor? It's all he needs. A desk would be comfortable. Look, look, he's a man. All a man needs is, <laughs> is a computer, a microphone, and a webcam. It's really weird. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, that angle's not going to be pretty if he uses it as well. No, no, <laughs> no. So L is trying to investigate the clues, and he starts to find a hidden message in the letter, which just reads, L, do you know? That will not be followed up on in this episode. No, and Light is insistent that it's gibberish. So yeah. is he throwing him a red herring? I assume he is. He is, yeah. Yeah. So, Light has a new plan, but first, he's going to go on a date. Yes, this is part of the plan. Yes, it is part of the plan. He's still being followed by the FBI agents, and Ryuk is wondering what Light wrote in the death note, but Light has... So he has no idea what Light has planned, because he says he doesn't want to read it. Because this is entertainment. Yes, it's entertainment. So we see Light call this girl before, yeah. so he's clearly like popular in a, in a way I don't know they, they've almost established him as an outsider and now he's popular which is slightly weird no, no he's always the idea is like he's it's like he's the perfect person because he's oh, yeah. he's young he's attractive he's class. smart yeah. and everyone loves him and yeah he still doesn't want to talk to anyone most of the time yeah that's what makes him so cool he's a loner <laughs> he's so brooding <laughs> the tail the, the FBI tail is still following him but we now see his face for the first time yes so he follows him, sits right behind them on the bus, and just basically says, there's nothing wrong with Light. He's this girl re- loves him, by the way. Oh, yeah. But a criminal then begins to hijack a bus. And he gets the driver of the bus, which is a shuttle bus going to an amusement land called Spaceland. So this is a criminal that we saw on the news earlier who had, what did he done? Robbed the bank, I think, or tried to rob a bank. A uh, gas station. Gas station, yeah. Yeah, and that went horribly wrong. So now he's trying his luck again with a bus. So the bus is going to a, a place called Spaceland, which I assume is an amusement park. Yes, it is. And he says, call ahead, make sure they've got all the cash takings from yesterday, and I'll be picking that up. Yeah. Doesn't really sm- sound like the smartest plan, does it? It's not his plan. <laughs> You're ruining the twist, baby. <laughs> no, he's saying this as it happens, though, isn't it? He's like, I made him get on the bus. No, no, he hasn't said it yet. Oh, he, he no, he doesn't say it. Well, because it's part of the plan and we'd seen this criminal earlier, yeah. maybe I'll just put two and two together quite yeah. quickly. <laughs> so so Light writes a plan saying that he's going to grab the gun and he, he angles it away so the FBI agent will notice it. Yeah, it's just on a little piece of notepaper and he yeah. shows it to the girl that he's with yeah. purposely like, in the, the line of sight yeah. of the FBI agent. So he's saying, no, I'm not going to tell you to do that, blah, blah, blah. And Light's like, well, you might be an accomplice. You know, they get one person on the bus first, you know, to suss out the place, and then the other guy comes on, and if anything goes wrong, the guy at the back can help out. Yeah. So he's basically forcing the FBI... To prove you're not an accomplice. Yeah. Yeah. So he hands Light his FBI badge, and we see his name, Ray Pember. So, at this point, just before they get on the train, what does the FBI agent do? Oh, the train, sorry, the bus. Well, he says that Light is innocent. Yeah, he says he's not going to leave it. So... If Light knew that, obviously he doesn't know. The best thing to do is just to leave it now. Yeah. But it's too late. He's going to cross that bridge. So Light drops a piece of paper and the kidnapper grabs it. But it's not the one that had the plan on it. So the cop worries going, oh no, he's going to see the plan. No, it's just faint plans on it. Yes. It's a different piece of paper. So everything seems like it's going good for for the kidnapper. Until we start seeing something at the back. Who does he see? He sees the Shinigami. He sees Ryuk. And this is when Ryuk realises, oh, that piece of paper was part of the Death Note. So now he's touched it and read from it. Yeah. So, obviously the guy starts shooting at Ryuk, but the bullets just keep going through him. He even says, your gun cannot hurt me. But what I love is Ryuk is just expositing towards him. Yeah, just slowly floating towards him. He's just like saying, ah, you know, he has the book and it's his and, you know, I'm just bored here, but I'm having so much fun now watching this. And he, uh, the criminal keeps shooting and it shoots out the back window because the bullets keep yeah. flying. Everyone's ducking down below the seats. Just thinking the guy has gone insane. The cop's like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's lost it. He's gone mental. So the kidnapper runs off the bus and he immediately gets hit by a car. 
bang. And this is when it re- it's revealed that Light wrote this all down in the Death Note. He then, yeah, recites the plan yeah. from the Death Note. How he got on the bus at the exact time, tried to rob it, sees a vision of a demon. Yeah, the Shinigami then... actually, when he's speaking to the robber, gives a bunch more exposition about how he can't die. Yeah. It's obvious. The bullets are passing through you. We get it. You're a demon. They need to pad out the runtime somehow. <laughs> yeah. But now Light has the means to eliminate Ray Penber. Because he's got his name. He's got his name and he knows what he looks like. There's a really ominous night here where Light goes, The Death Note never fails. <laughs> well, it kind of did at some points, you know, with the three impossible tasks. Yeah, but once you've worked out the rules, yeah. it never fails. <laughs> <laughs> once I figure it out, it won't fail. But that was the four first episodes of Death Note. What do you think? Really liked it. Really, really fun. Liked it. I've not never been that big on anime, and not for a reason that I just don't want it to be big on it. I've just never got around to watching much. I've always leaned towards live action for, yeah. for stuff. Comedy. I'll I'll take an adult cartoon. I love American Dad. I love South Park, The Simpsons. But you're a Simpsons fan. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> but. I never got really round to anime. I've got some real, like, really good friends who are huge on their anime. My friend Reese, for example, he's manga and anime. Uh, when he used to live with his parents, I remember going into his room and he had two full bookshelves full of manga and anime. <laughs> this guy, I mean, he's a nerd. But, yeah. You know, he's, I think Death Note was on his shelf. Naruto was one of his favourites. But I never really was like, oh, show me what you got. Let me get into it. Yeah. Also aware that some animes have like 4,000 episodes a yeah, series one. Yeah, that's always been a problem for me when trying to get into anime, especially ones that are still like ongoing. Oh, mate. Like One Piece, it's over a 1,000 episodes. Yeah. A, something with a, like a stop. Even Dragon Ball Z now, I think it was something like 600 episodes. But it yeah. is, it's done. It's done, but even then you're having to watch Dragon Ball, then Dragon Ball Z, yeah. then Dragon Ball... Like GT, GT, and then there's another one after. Super. Right? Well, yeah. G- GT isn't canon anymore, so now it's Super. Oh, okay. But even then, you're watching season after season after season, and it, even Dragon Ball, like one fight, I kid you not, lasted eleven episodes. <laughs> a bit off piece here, still. Still talking about anime, yeah. I suppose. When I was maybe about ten years ago, my friend Connor wanted to. We were we we watched stuff together a lot and play games, and he said to me. I started rewatching Dragon Ball. I was like, I'd love to, but I don't have that kind of time. He's like, no, the abridged version. I was like, what? There's an abridged version. And they genuinely, a fight will last two episodes rather yeah. than 12. Oh, yeah, it's great. No, they've done that something like that with One Piece. It's called uh, One, Pace. One Pace. And it removes, like, the unnecessary. One, in one, like, arc, over 1,500 minutes worth of story. Because it's yeah. just filler. Those animators must be like, oh, there, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, you appreciate our work. Yeah, I worked really hard on that scene, you <laughs> prick. <laughs> but no, definitely, this is like the one anime I always like to introduce people to because it's 30 episodes. It's a very, very easy watch. Really interesting concept as well. Yeah. I think most people assume that anime is going to be people or things fighting yeah. superpowers. This isn't quite what this is. This is... I mean, there is obviously supernatural yeah. elements, but not in the same way. It's like a, it's like a crime investigation drama, but with some supernatural elements on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And none... The fact that they establish clear and concise rules, and I'm assuming... I don't mind rules being added, especially this early yeah. on. Especially if it's a new rule every episode. Because then within kind of maybe 12, you're going to have a set definition yeah. of what this book is capable of and what it's not capable of. Yeah, no, they, they get more like expansive like rules, like how you can give up the death note but then you lose your memory of your time using it they've already they covered that in those first four episodes i remember that yeah Yeah. so there's like so many more like concepts that they play with and even like the interplay between light and l like you do a whole there's like a whole arc where they actually have to team up together oh really yeah so it gets really fascinating really good i'm looking forward to it now we didn't leave long between our two two weeks between recordings yeah which is the quickest we've ever turned around a couple episodes I wanted to do some extra credit, and my extra credit was just going to be, I was just going to fucking watch more of this. Oh, did you? Uh, but I did get around to it. Just, uh, we didn't have enough time. If we had another two weeks like we normally do, I probably would have come to you going, I've watched half the series, or even the whole thing. <laughs> but I've only finished watching this two days ago. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and we had a show at the weekend. I've been yeah, a busy did. boy. You, you have, you've been a very busy boy. 
But with that being said, Bobby, what was my recommended reading? So, in two weeks, we're going to go do something that has been voted a cult classic, <laughs> which is really in our remit. <laughs> been voted by, on a couple of different polls, this has been voted a cult classic. How much do you know of Mr. Judd Apatow? Knocked up. I think he produced Superbad as well. Yeah, so all of those Seth Rogen, James Franco, yeah. uh, Jason Segal, that group that you associate with each other. They yeah. did uh, The End of the World. Or the world yeah, the end this of the is, world. This is the end. This is the end. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all those guys, they're all friends. And they're friends because of one thing a late 90s slash early noughties. TV show called Freaks and Geeks. I have heard of this. And, lucky for everyone, it's on Prime now. Oh, nice. There's only one series of it, but we are just going to do the first two episodes. They're 45 minutes each. (laughs) So, you know, two episodes I think will be enough. We'll get some characters, we'll get some story. It'll be great fun, Tim. I look forward to it, I look forward to it. Yeah, me too, me too. It's been a while since I rewatched it, so... (laughs) If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are CC Society Pod. We are also on Threads and on TikTok under CC Society Pod. If you want to follow me, I am the Tim Martini on all social media and Bobby. Mostly just on Instagram. I have a X slash Twitter, but I just repost stuff from purpose. Uh, you can follow me on B Davies underscore Creative on Instagram to see my graphics work and the work I do with Purpose Wrestling. And follow Purpose Wrestling everywhere, which is at Purpose Wrestling, except for X, which is Wrestle Purpose. And you can subscribe to us on YouTube now, because we're big boys with adverts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it from us this week. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. See you later. Bye.